Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. To go ahead and... Uh... I'll call it today on the Brown season. Let's go ahead and welcome on uh, Daryl Ryder, brought to you by Scheibman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, welcome to the show. It wasn't my fault, I swear, guys. Don't blame me. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's let's give it time to figure out whether it was your fault or at the very least whether we can pin it on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not pinning a 31-point blowout on me. Sorry. That's fair. That's fair. That, that was, if uh, it was a nail biter, if they missed a field goal late, oh, okay, then you, you might have a case. But 31 point separation, yeah, you might fall. So today is a lot about the why. So I guess we'll start here. Why did the Browns lose by 31 points in this game? Um, because the defense didn't show up and play the way that we've uh, seen them play for uh, most of the season. And, and once again, the defense didn't travel on the road. Um, less than 14 points allowed at home, over 31 points allowed on the road. And uh, it'd be easy to point to the third quarter and the, the, the back-to-back pick sixes that Joe Flacco threw, and, and certainly that basically put the game away. But the, the reality is what C.J. Stroud wanted in the first half, he basically got, and uh, that was a bad omen and bad sign of what was to come. Do we have any working theories on did the or at least did they offer up any reason why the defense traveling as poorly as it did all season or most of the season why that was the case this year? No, but Kevin Stefanski promises an extensive autopsy on that very subject. Does that make you feel good? I don't know. Is, no. he, is he going to the morgue? Yeah. No, I mean. Like, do we get to, is this like the JFK op- autopsy where the notes are going to be kind of <laughs> crossed out and all that? If you guys haven't Was heard about that Was there a second shooter on the grassy knoll? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, too many jokes. We're both going to get ourselves in trouble here. I know. We'll just stop right there. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the reality of the situation. It, it, it is something that they, uh, they have to investigate because it was certainly uh, – the sample size is the complete season. Um, th- this is something ha- that happened uh, throughout the season. They really struggled to win football games uh, on the road. And in today's NFL uh, playoff format, the only way you're going to get to host a playoff game is by winning the division. And, well, the Browns haven't done that since 1989, and it doesn't look like they're about to do that anytime soon. So, uh, the reality is for them to get where they want to go, and that's the Super Bowl. That's now the standard, right? Make the playoffs, make some noise in January, advance, and and compete for an opportunity to play for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. That that is now the standard with which the Cleveland Browns are operating, and, and that's that's a good thing. Um, the, the days of just happy to win a game once a month or every other month, those are long gone, um, and that's a credit to, to to Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, but. Um, you know, they had a shot, uh, and they didn't get it done. But they've got to figure out why this defense did not play well on the road. Because that, when you look at like, okay, what's the next step for next season, right? Uh, after winning eleven games and making the playoffs, well, the next step is for the defense to play 
consistently at home as well as uh, on the road. And certainly you understand, okay, the crowd isn't on your side uh, when you're on the road, so you're not getting a lot of those pre-snap penalties that's caused by or aided by your, your home crowd. But the, the separation is uh, too deep to just leave it at that. That well, you know, we didn't have the crowd on our side, and, and that no. When, when they're when you are giving up more than twice the amount of points on the road than you do at home, uh, that's a problem, and that's something that they really do need to take a deep dive in this offseason and see if they can figure out why that was, and then how do they go about correcting that? Yeah, you, know, you think there is anything to be said for them resting the players against Cincinnati? You know, I. <laughs> I think in hindsight now, Dustin, it's easy to say that, right? I totally understand why Kevin Stefanski did what he did, and that was to protect his guys because they were just so decimated with injuries, and it just seemed like as the weeks went by, after every game, another player went down with an injury. So I I, I understand where you're coming from, and, and I do think it's a, a, a reasonable dis, uh, discussion or reasonable debate, but considering where they were from a health standpoint, Stefanski really didn't have a choice. He really needed uh, to do that. And the other thing, too, is is football, and you know this, Dustin, it's it's a week-by-week sport. I mean, you, you see teams get blown out one week and win the next. Yeah. Um, it, it's like each individual week is its own little season, so to speak. It, it, you know, in baseball, momentum matters. Uh, in the NBA, momentum somewhat matters. Um, but in, in the NFL, I don't know that there's a thing called momentum. I, I do believe that there's you're, you're playing well and things are going great, whatever, uh, and you're able to take that week to week. But, um, you know, I, I don't know that momentum is a thing, especially going year to year, um, because every season is the personnel's different and every season's different, et cetera. So I think it's easy to look back on it. And Anthony Walker was asked that question yesterday, and he <laughs> – by someone and he just stared him in the eye and said of course you're going to ask that now had we won you're not asking that question so I do think it's it is a reasonable conversation to be had but I do have to side with Kevin Stefanski there the health of the football team everything that they went through injury wise 15 guys ending the year on uh, injured reserve you had to sit your important players and protect them so that they were available for that wild card game. Daryl, does the playoff loss change whether you feel this season was a success or not? It absolutely was a success, and this is the nuance of the conversation. I think you can say the season was a success while at the same time being severely disappointed in how they played in Houston and the opportunity uh, that they blew. Uh, But no, the season absolutely was a success, especially, again, considering everything they went through. You can make an argument they probably shouldn't have even made the playoffs to begin with, right? Uh, how, how many Brown seasons in the past would have been completely derailed by the Nick Chubb injury or then the, the Sean Watson injury? Kudos to Andrew Berry for dragging Joe Flacco off a couch and into Berea, and uh, you know Flacco was able to have the best five-week stretch of his NFL career uh, while with the Cleveland Browns at the age of 38. And unfortunately, he turned into a pumpkin there uh, in the wild card game. But um, yes, the season was a success. The ending, a bitter disappointment. So where do we go from here? I mean, like, it's a blowout loss. It just feels like for everything that we had going momentum-wise, Daryl, with this season, 11-5 and team, 
And now it's like we're sitting here like a lump on a log. Like, yeah, that was all for nothing. It feels like, but it, it wasn't because there was a lot of positives to take away from the season. Like Stefanski still may end up being coach of the year. Miles may be defensive player of the year. Yeah, but it feels hot. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. By 31 points? Yeah, it, it feels hollow. Like It does, easier, man. It, it would have been easier to swallow if they lost a heartbreaker. And Right. Like... <laughs> And I know that the Browns have suffered, you know, plenty of heartbreakers over the years in the playoffs. But yeah, they had no like they had no shot on Saturday. The the, the game was once the first pick six got thrown in that third quarter, the game was over. You just knew the game was over. And then came the second one and you really knew it was over. Um, and, and that's what's so unfortunate because they played so hard. The other thing that really bothers me, Dustin, about this is, you know, I hate to play the I'm, I'm the old guy in the room card, but I'm going to hear for a minute. Uh, I've been in a lot of locker rooms over the years. You're old. And um, I've never seen a Browns locker room as tight and as good as the one that we saw this season. That was a great locker room environment that they had. And that's so rare, and it's so hard to do. And that's why I keep harping on missed opportunity. Getting to the playoffs for the Cleveland Browns is hard enough as it is, just three times in the expansion era here. Um, But what they had built this year, and again, I think Anthony Walker really said it well uh, yesterday uh, at Locker Cleanout. The, the, The disappointment is that the specialness is now over. The expectation was that it was going to continue, and and now it's not. And so what I am interested in when you talk about, okay, what's next for this football team? I, I don't know if they can recreate that next year. There's no guarantee that they recreate that next year. I hope they do because um, I, I thought Kevin Stefanski did a really, really good job. I thought the, the, the assistant coaches did a good job. I thought that the leadership within the locker room did a nice job. Walker mentioned what really helped Flacco ingratiate himself. He told the story that when they were on the West Coast, even though they lost those two games, that was like the, the best thing for the back end of the season there because, you know, it's 1.30 in the morning and Joe Flacco's out hanging out with everyone. And he could have been, he could have easily said, hey, man, I'm new here. I got to study the playbook. I got to this, that, and the other. I'm 38 years old. I'm too old for this nonsense, whatever. And, and Flacco made it a point to be with his teammates and spend time with them and get to know them and things like that. And it really helped uh, in that transition there by throwing him into the mix. It really helped welcome him in and, and made him one of them, so to speak. So that's the thing from, from my perspective of really why I'm disappointed. It, beyond them just getting their doors blown off in Houston, but – the quality of the locker room, the environment, the chemistry, those type of intangibles that you see with championship teams to go with what the defense did, which, as Kevin Stefanski mentioned yesterday, was historic. And it was, 1955, last time the Browns led the NFL in over defense, uh, overall defense. But, you know, it, that 
that all doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> right? It, now it's on to 2024 and, you know, how, how they can build upon everything that they went through last year and their, their last season, rather. And um, I, I just, there's no guarantee that they're going to be able to replicate what they had this year. I hope they do because it was wonderful uh, to see. It was great to cover. But um, again, as someone who's been in a lot of locker rooms, what, what I observed this year with the Cleveland Browns, extremely rare. Daryl, we appreciate you, buddy. You bet, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.